Uh, this is episode 54. Uh, and this is the tale I heard, actually, uh, in Cargue, Take Care, Pendiente, of the pending Hizo Albus. He made it to the bus. And, you know, this is a tale somebody tried to teach me to disarm on, uh, to disarm people. Uh, como uh, lo otro, as the other person, you know. Uh, como usted diga, as you say, uh, uh, que mas? Uh, what else you got to say? Uh, you know, I don't know if I'm making any sense. Like, en privado, someone took me aside and said, you're weird, uh, and I said, escapo safe way, I, escape, I escape it was, you know, if I could. But uh, what happens is, uh, estaba pensado, I'm always thinking. And when I'm thinking, it's like imputan, I'm, I'm impu, 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 imputed, imputed, you know, implicated uh, by my brain. And then I retire and I withdraw deeper within, and it makes you just, uh, you know, it, it's my kind of life is like a cell de pongase, like I keep within the cell of myself. Uh, uh, paleta, the palette of the world for me is, uh, uh, is it going to be bad or worse? Uh, but I've trying to change. Uh, that's why I'm here for you. We're going to, uh, off a off a terra las compro, you were going to offer to buy my troubles. I thought, and they said, "Oh yeah, just step onto this escalator. This goes to the uh, misma cartel, the same cartel that buys your troubles, and you'll be able to relaxe el resto a sus dias. You'll be able to relax the rest of your days." And they said, picture a chicken stand with a, like a rooster. This is a rooster. It goes up to the the reception desk, and the rece- there's a sign at the reception desk with cars. It says, Peter Algo, uh, ask something. And the rooster has its suspechas, its suspicions. Uh, a demas mejor haber. You know, see, it's also been better. Why isn't there a receptionist working at the reception desk? The rooster asks itself. Uh, TNA has uh, something happened. But then the rooster says, I got an idea. Escrita, and it's written by the rooster, get a receptionist. uh, And it puts it in the box. And it's a Sugiero box, I would suggest box. And... uh, you know, then the rooster doesn't have hand, it has wings, cabos sueltos, uh, so it rubs its wings together like its hands, like tying up loose ends, and then boom, a receptionist is there. And I don't mean anything, I mean Delante Salida Refiero, I mean like a out front, output, ready to go receptionist, uh, and this receptionist, his name's Ed. And cierto iba a ser nada. Like some would do anything to be like to have a receptionist like Ed, because uh, Ed is the receptionist amaniaba that's been imagined by many, you know, place that needs reception help. Uh, but maybe Ed's gone wrong because he says lugar habiente, like maldita. Like what the heck is this place? Uh, where am I living? 
And Yuzurusu say, uh, Pero exporta. This is where they export people's troubles. You're the, uh, I guess in some sense, the Loboco Abierta, the open mouth. And then it says, uh, Enredarme? Like I've been entangled in a business of buying troubles as a receptionist. Uh, Apuntado conmigo, are you pointing at me? No, no, I'm a rooster. I don't point at anybody. Uh, actually, my wings are totally bajo me and control, totally under my control. And then it's just, okay, wait, uh, claro, detalles. Clearly, you got to offer me some details here. And the rooster says, I don't know, this was a story about being shy, and then, uh, I think the person that was telling the story was is learning a story. Uh, Tenemos un trato. They have a deal, and we have a deal as the characters in the story to go on a journey about exporting troubles. Uh, and it said, okay, let me check. I see Talieres. I see we have a list of workshops here. Was the story, t- was the person, Mismas Geseldas, were they talking about being in the same cell of themselves? And the rooster said, "Cuckoo-cuckoo-cuckoo-cuckoo-choo." Uh, and uh, then I said, "Okay, like I just heard a motin. Like it sounded like there was a riot within uh, the uh, trouble exporting unit. So let's go look around this office, Certero uh, uh, Commando. Like uh, see if we can't guess, ascertain who's in command here." And then they went into this giant warehouse where there was tons of. Uh, Trupa Concretamos, uh, specific troops working on stuff. And it said, uh, like, uh, it said, uh, propuesta. We have a proposal here. Hello, hello. And then this person was working on the box. They said, say Dana, Dana Manera. It's the Dana way. And they said, the, the Ed, you know, Ed was a big actually Ed said, the Dana Scully way. And then someone said, La Plata Esta Lista, silver's on the list. And Ed looked at the uh, rooster. And he said, Oiga, amiga, serias. And he said, you know, listen to me, friend, this is serious. Eh? Uh, perder el tiempo, dude, I doubt we could waste any more time here because I don't even know what's going on. And the rooster said, Salido la misma hora. What if we left here at the same time? And Ed said, as a you know, superior receptionist, Planeaba, I know that he planned, the guy that was telling the story planned that, uh, Apagar, we would turn off, uh, you know, his problems, uh, as a, you know, so he would have a to- story to tell people. Uh, and, and, uh, Rooster looked at Ed and said, Henio ben mi amor, genius, my love. And Ed said, whoa, 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 this is a, like a workplace boundaries. Tetero como va, bottle of that love as it goes. You know, you could just say, I like that idea. You know, traguito, nip it, you know, nip that in the bud. Son los peores, uh, because, you know, the, not having clear boundaries at work, that's the worst. Uh, it's not salute, not good for your health. 
And uh, the rooster shook its head up and down and said, okay, okay, get it, subiendo, yeviando. So what are we leading up to? What's this story? And it's, well, you need a story of sabroso devabarban. So tasty, they'll devour it. Uh, and then he, Ed said, I campar to camp. And they said, what? the rooster said, what camp? And then some of the workers said, Mostramos Cato Masalindo, we stay cute, show more. And then the rooster said, Is this a dream? And Ed said, Like a dream, but just like not as good. Adad te veo mejor. Age to see you better. The rooster said, I thought it was, you know, your eyes to see you better. And it said, Mejorando no se, the story is not improving. Uh, but he said, get around, warehouse workers. Ed said, Los Niños sus papas, children are built like their parents. This is a, a, a place full of uh, children. And we have a problem. There's a guy that needs our story. And he needs it, uh, pero siento un cosa, cause, but he doesn't feel, because he doesn't feel nada, you know, he doesn't feel his thing. And really, the story is, uh, the secret of it is Manera Rescatar Sierra. It's a way to rescue his clothes so he, he doesn't feel nervous after he closes. Uh. So does anybody have anything paradoxical to add to the story? Any of you children? And one of the little warehouse children said, Traerlos uh, uh, lavado contarlos. Washing, bringing them count. And it said, that is very paradoxical. Rooster, what do you think? And the rooster said, anyone else? And another child said, Biete pesa calculo. The ticket weighs calculations. And then it said, Rende no tango. You know, do you, Rooster, you got one you prefer? And Montan Quanto, as a, as a group, these kids are brilliant. Uh, Washing, bringing them count, the ticket weighs calculation. And the rooster said, it reminded me of a famous rooster story, short one, but avisar con razón tampoco. It was a story of the rooster, nor rightly warned. It was my cousin, uh, Carla the rooster. She was Anando. She was walking. And saying to the day, si bueno, what a day. Un polo tranquilo. I'm going to have a cold, cool soda soon. And she drank all these sodas. And then suddenly she found herself in a situation, tuve que ir, where she had to go. As she said to herself, tuve que ir, I have to go. But she was in a strange village and she searched and she searched, uh, uh, ex, extrano repente bello. Suddenly she could, you know, she couldn't see anywhere where she could go. And she said, knocked on this door. And a strange old woman opened the door and Carla said, can I use your restroom? And the woman said, entienda clarissimo. Do you understand the bargain? If you, if I let you use my restroom. And she said, no, but I got to go anyway, so just let me go. So then Carla went to the restroom. And as she came out, uh, 
the, 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 the old woman said, Iba uh, Manihando. And Carla said, what? She goes, well, I was driving. Uh, and Carla said, well, good, great. Thanks for letting me use your restroom. Uh, you know, I couldn't just go outside. You know, I'm a, 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 a chicken or a rooster in a strange town. And then it was like the old woman, Aparaga, Puesisi Bateria. It was if her battery shut down. And Carla said, oh, no, no, this must be the... Uh, the uh, the deal we made that I agreed to. I didn't understand the bargain, even though I agreed to it. And I don't want to deal with, you know, their god, these roosters' god was called the Medior, Medidor, uh, the Measurer. And she didn't want to be Markaba, marked. So she said to the old woman, I uh, see Somos, we are like that too. Sometimes we get tired. Are you just tired or your batteries run down? And the woman said, no tanto como usted, not as much as you. And she said, huh, this doesn't make any sense, Carla. And Carla said, well, can you tell me more? And she said, inercia lo creo. I think it's inertia. And she said, okay, I learned about that in class. Uh, if we take you to the top of a hill... Uh, Salida Bale Sabe Estuvo. It is known that that'll be output, like your inertia. So Carla found a, like a little car with four wheels, and she ran this woman to the top of the hill. Halfway, then she went back and used the bathroom again because she had so many sodas. Then she got her to the top of the hill. She said, when, when I let you go, estoy fuera, I'm out, you know. And the old woman said, okay, but first, uh, Arteres and El Palo, I need some hair earrings. And she said, well, any type of hair, I don't know what hair earrings are, I'm a rooster uh, named Carla, but what kind of hair earrings are you looking for? And she said, color Borgonia Caben, a burgundy fit. And she said, well, I have burgundy. Oh, yeah, of course I could give you the, because Carla happened to have some burgundy feathers. And feathers, you know, you have like tips. So she said, oh, yeah, look at these hair earrings. Uh, they'll be perfect for when you fly down the hill. And so Lopone, she put the feathers in the woman's earring holes. And then the Chaba, she threw herself down the hill. So she was tight and, and fast. Uh, but as she picked up speed, blockade door, there was a, something blocking her path at the bottom of the hill. And then Carlos said, you know, uh, fly, fly, fly. And Nublando, uh, there was a, the woman, like, uh, the old woman took off because of the, the giant burgundy hair earrings she had, which were really feathers. And Nublando, she was clouding through the sky, flying. And then postray began began raining desserts, uh, which was strange. And then it got even weirder. There was like a cochino. She jumped, the old woman was she jumped off her car and she was riding a pig through the sky, throwing desserts down. And this had been, but this is the thing of the stories. They never had desserts, so everyone celebrated. 
in in, in this guy, the 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 the, the shy guy. I said, well, what the heck would happen? I thought this was about a. And they said, no, no, we're using you. Cierto iba a ser nada. Some would do anything. Some of these characters in these stories would do anything to get desserts for their village. So you uh, helped us. Thank you. And that, so that was the end of that. Didn't help me, but I guess it helped them. Get dessert rain. The end. All right, so this episode opens with a fly in Walt's head. 54. A black solo cup, which is, you know, rare for me. I don't see many black solo cups. Uh, there's a hot beverage that Walt savors. Uh, and then the fly savors uh, something. I think the fly's cleaning its hands. And Walt looks or he's thinking. And then someone says, Hefe, it's Petto. Uh, what does this say? Very Cero... Is Hugh Sarah yeah. something something Walt? I'm not sure. Determined or second thoughts? And because uh, Walt's looking really like he's a little think five. I don't know what that. See oh no. See no. Walt thinks all. Thinks it all. Over drinks. Oh, thinks it all over his drinks. Oh, he thinks it over. Uh, he's drinking regular coffee, regular man's coffee, as opposed to the Bedecker brew. You know, he's drinking out of a regular old Mr. Coffee. And then Petto says something like, yeah, I, I did good, huh? Or question mark. And then Walt says, see, now. And then they say, well, you know, what about what about all of Mario's uh, collectibles? Let's take care of those. But then Jose rolls up, and, you know, they're, they're trying to hoard his collectibles. They hide. It's awkward between Petto and Jose. Uh, Jose also has a new shirt on, uh, but his old long black sweater, uh, that long, it's like a sweater robe. I don't know what you'd call it, but that's what I just called it is a sweater robe. I mean, he's like an unbelievably handsome dude, but I don't think many other people could pull it off unless you're like astrophysicists and Jose, probably. Uh, let's see. Sweater, Mario is out. They say, yeah, yeah, he's gone. We don't have his collectibles. But Jose's got questions. What about those G.I. Joes still in the package? Amwell says, don't worry about it. Hit the road. And then as Jose drives away, Walt's scowling. And then the episode opens. The name of the episode is W.B. Uh, and I'm not talking about that network that compete, you know, with the frog. Where I think that's the network, the Animaniac Network. And then Walt's on the toilet. He said, oh, boy, this is going to be a good episode. Uh, I can't wait already. And Walt's reading his William Blake book, or we see it. It's next to the toilet, off to the side. Then there's prison, a prison meeting, deal-making with one of Gus's guys, uh, or Mario's guys, with a lawyer. And they're trying to make a deal based on how much does he know. And Henry's all up in his grill. He's like, no deal, man, unless you spill all the beans. And then we see Lydia. She's in a nice restaurant, like some sort of jazz or big band music's playing. 
And she has all her tea stuff. She's already set up. She's got it all set up. Uh, something. Oh, the restaurant's at the top of a building. It's one of those nice restaurants at the top of a building with a view. As supposed to one's at the top of a building with no view. This has windows. And Will says, hey, I want that list. Uh, and Lydia says, the one, the, the kiss, the list with the, that my kiss is on. And he said, I always thought it was on your lips. When Scooter said he said he thought the song was kiss on your lips, not kiss on your list. But he said, no, no, I'm here for a list, not a kiss on the lips or on the list. And he said, you're sure it's kiss on my list? And she said, I'm sure. And uh, then Briani, what does that mean? Lydia's brain. Oh, she says the list is on my brain, not on my lips. And she said, I appreciate if you keep your eyes on my brain, too. And she said, I'm not giving it up. There's 10 people on the list. Walt's like all trying to talk her out of it. She's like, this is a negotiation, my friend. And Walt refuses to negotiate, but then she has an idea that seems to win him over. And then Lydia's telling him, there's nothing to worry about, Walt. And they talk a lot more, and she seems to have... uh, Something that Walt needs or something that worries Walt. I couldn't figure that out. But they make a deal for the list, not for the kiss. And Lydia writes very fast. She was She's a fast writer. Holy cow, she writes fast. And legible, though. And they shake hands. Tenemos un trato. Tenemos un trato. And Lydia steals some, I, I put down Activa, but I don't think that's what it's called, like uh, Sucreva or something, whatever they call that. Uh, I know it's got a name. Steva, I think that's what it is. Stevia, maybe. And then Walt uh, did or was ready to Heisenberger, we see. Under his hat, he has a Heisenberger. So this is my new invention. I'm going to start a Heisenberg burger place. Like Los Polios Hermanos, it's going to be called Heisenberger. But then he hides the secret recipe to his Heisenberger. Uh, he, go, the, uh, he hides it at home, the recipe, in this hiding spot, but he forgets to reset his clock because he had unplugged the plug. That's where he hides his, uh, the Heisenberger recipe. And then a call comes in, and Walt says, Yeah, let's do it, dude. And he goes to a bar with Petto and some tough guys. And Walt sees a painting. And it's the same painting he stared at at the hospital once. I'd say it's like a painting, like kind of like the Old Father in the Sea is what I'd title it at this, at this moment. And Walt's, uh, oh, Petto's obsessively shining his boots. I think we got to work something, about, you know, he might keep an eye on him because he's a stress case. He's shining boots obsessively. And the dudes are making some kind of plan, and then uh, they say something to Walt, like, uh, uh, perfect or something. And Walt stands, and he's, like, looking at the picture. He gets up. He's like, I need to look at this picture closer. But, you know. It's a man in a boat with the kids and the wife on the beach. And he's like, I'd love to interpret for you gentlemen about this picture. And they're like, dude, we're here to talk about a plan. And Walt tells him, I'm paying you not to worry. I'm paying you to listen, I think, or something. Then Walt's at home. Uh, He's looking at his watch. It's tick, tick, ticking and click, click, clicking. 
And Walt, Walt paces through the house. There's music going. Henry's giving out the Fun Run Awards for these kids. And then Gomez gives him the news that all the uh, witnesses have decided to be quiet. So there's a slow-mo of Henry's reaction. Walt gets the news, and he says, perfecto. Uh, then Walt's watching the news with Maria and the baby. I noticed there's three vases by the TV. I didn't notice how it was until a second later when I put parentheses at Maria's house. Uh, close parentheses. And then she shuts off the news. She's nervous. She takes the baby. She says, she says, Henry's coming. He comes in. He's totally defeated. He needs a drink. He gulps it down. He says, salute. Or Walt says salute after Henry had gulps down his first drink. Henry leans back. He sighs. He stretches. Then he tells Walt a tale, a sad tale of defeat. I think, you know, I don't speak Spanish, you know, by the, 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 the non-fair team. And then Walt says, let me make one more point in Canta, something about something I love, I think. Then Walt's cooking, you know, cooking the blue, and he cooks alone. I had to put this joke in there because he prefers to cook mess by himself. Walt cooks alone. Then we see Peto and him banding up money. Then this new song starts, and there's lots of product. You see Peto's the main man. Uh, we see Lydia putting meth in oil. Yeah, that's bound for the Czech Republic. Walt watches. Peto cook. Cielo does the books and counts cash and cola. You know, Walt rolls in with cola and cash, uh, Indico, Inchino, something, Indicola, I think. And the money keeps coming and the cola keeps coming and coming. And we see lots of business. It's a montage. Well, it's got the Heisenberg look and he meets with Lydia. We see Saul getting paid. Uh, Petto watching. And then at some point, this was a good one. I didn't write down the time. Uh, but Pato's watching the liquid mass stream out of this thing, and he, he decides to smell it. He just tastes this. I want to see what this smells like, and he smells it. Uh, then Walt and Lydia have lunch and exchange stuff. Cielo does the books. Pato, Pato cracks up some products, some blue. We see stuff in the lab. We see money, 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 money. Lydia labeling barrels. Cielo doing the books. We see highlighters. We see coffee. Uh, we see Heisenberg take off her, his hat and sit with his owls. And then it's eight months later. There's a couple shots of him sitting down. And then it's eight months later. His daughter's a little older. Eight months older, I guess. And she's drawing. Junior's there. He gets a call from his peeps. Uh, and they're all still, uh, all still live a menace. I don't know what that says. Junior gets a call. They all still live a menace. Uh, at Maria's, maybe? And uh, she has questions for Cielo. Oh, yeah, they all still live at Maria's, the kids. 
And they have a long talk, and Walt's in the backyard throwing matches into the pond. I say, okay, that's a warning sign. And Cielo comes out, and she says, we need to talk. And they go to the storage place where there's a pallet of money in there. And she's like, this is too much to hide and too much to spend, Walt. And Cielo talks to him about it. She says, W in the T in the F, should we do about this friggin' money? And she goes, why don't you stop? Isn't enough enough? Uh, please, how much more? Dot, dot, dot. That's what I put because it goes to another page. Uh, and it says, you know, when they get what looks like a confused android at this point. He's just got that confused android look on his face. And then the Walt gets a scan and he washes his hands. He's in the restroom. Sees the paper towel dispenser's damage. He thinks that's a callback to like season one. Then Jose's like falling asleep smoking on the couch. I said, Jose, what the heck? What are you thinking, man? That's the worst thing ever. And there's a knock at the door. Jose's feeling a little paranoid. What the heck does this say? Mick, oh, Mick, MC Escher T. He thought it said Mick Schuler T. Like, I was like, Mr. Schuler is it an MC? But he has an MC Escher, his MC Escher T shirt on. If I would have just put shirt in there, I might have had a better chance. And Walt's there. He's like, what up, Holmes? And Jose says, totes busy, bro. And he says, well, what up? And then Walt says, dude, I'm totally cool, but how about I come in? And Jose says, yeah, sure, just for a minute. Uh, don't mind my bong here. It's like tobacco use only, just like they say at the store. And Walt's like, oh, totally tobacco use only. And, yeah, Jose says, it's so much better. And then he asks Walt, he says, he, Walt says, hey, how about if I sit down and talk? And then they take a trip down memory road and they share this memory, nostalgia moment for the good old days of season one in the bus. And Jose, when Jose made videos, and he said, if we were just, you know, if we just timed it a little bit better with YouTube, we couldn't have been, our lives would have been so much different. And then they have that moment that they all carry where they say, oh, that was so cool. And it gets awkward. And Walt's like, yeah, I got to roll out, uh, but, you know, there's just something outside your front door. He goes, I hear Santa Claus is rolling around right now. Walt gets out. Jose opens it slowly, very slowly. It's full of money. He breathes heavy, but you can't tell if he's re relieved or burdened by the look on his face. Then we have Cielo doing dishes. She's wearing gloves. Walt shuts off the water, and he says, it's done. And there's a zoom on Cielo's face. And then we have a backyard family daytime barbecue. Like straight out of the, you know, everybody's happy. Junior's pushing his sister on a tricycle. I think Walt has a new phone that he's showing off. Henry's there. Everyone's like, oh, this is the best. Henry's back wearing his red and blue geometric shirt that I like. I think Cielo was talking about a new haircut, and then they're like, oh, we forgot to put sunscreen on the baby. And then Henry's like, I got to go use the restroom. I got a bathroom emergency. But it wasn't really an emergency because he goes in the bathroom, he looks in the mirror, he sits down, he looks for the magazines. He looked at Famed magazine. He's like, no. 
Then he looks at Blow Magazine. He's like, no, neither one of those is dirty either. They were fashion mags. And then he's like, oh, snap, there's some William Blake in here. He goes, I've been waiting to, he goes, oh, boy, get my freaking poetry on. And he reads it in, uh, and then he sees the inscription of Walt, and this voiceover comes from, uh, like, when Walt was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, you know, what does WB stand for? And they said, well, I thought it stood for Warner Brothers Network. And, and then Walt's like, is that what the CW was? And they said, no, no, they were competing, I think. And then the shock hits Henry, and then there's more flashbacks. Henry was wearing the same shirt in the flashback, which that was great. So that shirt has gotten, you know, but this was in telenovela, remember, so this came out every night. And then, you know, Walt's joking in the flashback, and then we go back to Henry as the shock sinks in and the episode ends. Right, so, so it's gliding overall. And it starts out with a fly landing and rubbing its hands. It's just out of focus. Or something's out of focus. It flies in focus. And we realize it's Walt out of focus. He comes into focus and it's... uh. What he's looking at is it flies on his desk lamp. And it's flying around, and Walt's watching it. I don't know what this means. Cab work or lab work? Uh, and Todd looks tired, and he's looking for Mr. White. Uh, maybe Todd came back in a cab? I don't know what that says. And then... Uh, Mr. White, he goes in, Mr. White's sitting there in his office uh, quietly. And he goes, all right, Mr. White, I dealt the car. And he goes, should we deal with this other thing now? And well, they say, well, it's sure, but I don't want to talk about it. It's interesting because there was like a fly poster on the wall, uh, you know, because they were like, it's whatever, the extermination company. Uh, then Jesse rolls in. He's like, yo, Walt, I talked to you in private. Uh, and Walt's almost honest with him. He like he really plays fast and loose with the truth with Jesse because Jesse's like, I need to talk to Mike. And Walt's like, you know, he, he just totally tries to be honest with him, uh, barely honest. And Jesse's like, well, what are we going to do? And Walt says, we, there is no we. I'll handle it. And then Jesse goes, the door closes, and the episode opens. Then Walt's in the shower. He's rubbing his shoulders, putting water on his face. And then we see Dennis from the laundry. He's trying to make a deal with Hank, him and his lawyer, and Hank's lawyer. And Hank's like, oh, no, no, this is a buyer's market. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, I got plenty of other people to try to make deals with if you can't make a good deal. You know, I want Armand Trout and uh, uh, and all the money. Uh, then we have uh, Walt, Lydia and Heisenberg. Heisenwalt rolls in. That's what I put. Looked like he had new bigger sunglasses on, but he takes them off. Lydia's like, you better order something. Walt's like, uh, she's like, it play better. Walt's like, it's going to play fine. I'm not thirsty. And we have this nice back and forth with Walt and Lydia, where Lydia kind of gets Walt better than Walt. Uh, actually, compared to, like, Mike or Jesse, she she kind of, 
She kind of, you know, because they go back and forth about the list. And then what is Lydia's value? And Walt's like, well, I'm just trying to fix everything, you know. And Lydia's like, well, I don't trust you, you know, unless I have some leverage. And she's like, she already figures out faster than Jesse. I think that's what I meant. Faster than Jesse, she's like, uh, you know, uh, clearly. And Jesse will figure this out later. She's like, I, I know what you're up to. And she's like, if we go to the Czech Republic, we can make a lot more bank. Uh, you know, your stuff will blow their hair back. And Walt's like, that's not a good idea, you know, when it's international. And she's like, I'm magical international. She goes, uh, she goes, I, I move things from point A to point B all over the globe. All of it right at my fingertips, a laptop click away. And she's like, I got it worked out. It's slam dunk. And Walt's like, well, why didn't Gus do this? She goes, she, we were about to, but, you know, he's not in business anymore. And she goes, that'll be far away from you. She goes, 25 pounds a week, that'll be 2 million bucks. And then she keeps talking, Walt says, okay. And then Lydia says, well, anyway, and then Walt says, Lydia, learn to take yes for an answer. Oh, when she said, this is what I do, she was whisper a laptop, quick click away. I like that. She was whispering almost. And then she writes down the list. Walt's watching her. He's quiet. She holds out her hand. They shake on it, but it was a sideways handshake, like not perpendicular, you know, uh, like their hands were turned at a, instead of up and down. They were, I don't know what that means. Yeah, perpendicular, maybe. And then Walt Reheisenberg's, and he's out with, out with Caddy. What is that? Out with, oh, he takes, yeah, he takes his Heisenberger recipe with him. Goes and puts the recipe for his new Heisenberger business in the socket. Walt makes a call. And it, it, there was a shot where he looked like he was dressed all in purple, like purple cords in a purple shirt. And then they say, time to meet your uncle. And they're having a meeting, Todd's uncle and this other guy, while Walt stares at this painting. And they're talking and they're planning, and Walt's, like, uh, staring at the painting. And that's 1530, because I liked it, because they say, yeah, well, this is doable, you know. And Walt says, he's still not listening. He goes, where do you think these paintings come from? He goes, I've seen this one before. You think they're in a giant warehouse someplace? And the guy snaps his fingers in Walt's face. He says, hey, this can be done, which is not the way you wanted to do it. And then there's this long exchange look between not only Walt, but uh, like the other guys. And Walt's like, I think he's like the alpha. His like legs are crossed. He's calm. And he says, it can be done exactly how I want it. The only question is, are you the man to do it? Figure it out. That's what I'm paying you for. And at some point, Todd nods like if, and the guy kind of laughs. Then Walt's at home, just in case you were, you know, playing the stay-at-home game or whatever. The Afghan they have is still on the couch. 
Well, it's in a different outfit, so I guess it's a different day. He's in a yellow checked shirt. A stopwatch starts. Pick yourself up. The Nat King Cole song plays. Walt waits and the clock tips. Walt reflect. You see Walt's reflection as he waits in the uh, window, I think, or sliding door. And then to time ends. We see Hank with his softball team. Steve gives Hank some bad news. Walt's phone rings with good news. Then Walt's with the baby. Marie's in full purple outfit. Hank comes home. Marie's very nervous because Hank's stressed. Hank, like, takes his tie off as he's walking down the hall. He pours some drinks for him and Walt. He uh, sits in a chair. He leans back. He breathes. And this is a nice scene here because he sits there with his mouth open for a little while, like, uh, with a silent stare. It's just quiet. And he says, I've been thinking about this summer job I used to have in college. I'd mark trees in the woods with spray paint. And later people would come in and uh, take the trees, I t- cut the trees I tagged down. He goes in, he goes, that's it. You go in, you mark for locations for skid trails and landings. And then you choose the specific trees within a grid. He goes, every day I'd go back in, hike up there and pick up where I left off. Walt's like, oh, sounds great. And Hank's like, no, it wasn't great. Mosquitoes, sunburn. He goes, but I just wanted a few bucks to buy beer. And he goes, I've been thinking about that job more and more lately. Maybe I should have enjoyed it more. He goes, because tagging trees is a lot better than chasing, you know, chasing, chasing, you know, jerks. And it's like this really, you know, a heavy moment. And then Walt, Mr. Cognitive Dissonance, he says, you know what? I used to love going camping. Uh, also, I had some notes. The table they were at had a strange glass sculpture of green and purple swirls. Glass swirls. And Walt had another different outfit on, a green shirt. And then we see Walt lean down, and then he sits back up again. He's in a cook, uh, his cooking gear. And then the song Crystal Blue Persuasion starts, a nice one by Tommy Jane Jones or something in the Shondells. And there's a meth and money montage. Walt, Todd, Skyler, Lydia, Salt saluting and drinking to music, uh, meth. Uh, planes, money, Lydia, Walt in the shower, I think, Skyler, coffee, Walt, uh, Walt getting tired times one, Walt getting tired times two, more mess, uh, Skyler, something. Then we see like a shot of uh, Albuquerque with yellow and green tents moving across the city. Purple shag cart, the baby walking, Skyler laughing, uh, Junior's being a good big brother, Marie's watching, and then Lewis, of course, just ruins it, calls Junior. And Junior's like, I got to go deal with Lewis, I'm out. Uh, there's a painting in the background, uh, in, in the far background of their house of like uh, 
three western like something from a western not from a movie but maybe influenced by it. i couldn't tell if it was outlaws or uh lawmen from a western spaghetti western style movie and then marie's happy that skylar's happy but then marie's trying to be pat she's like hey three months is a while to watch your kids no offense but uh and skylar's like what what do you mean she goes, well, we love your kids, but, you know, maybe they should come home. You know, you're happy, therapy, and Skylar's face, just just great acting uh, as Marie slowly gets to her point, which basically comes down to the best way to repair the family is to repair the family or something. And then Skylar goes home. It's quiet. So there's like a blue water light coming from the outside from the pool. And Walt's just sitting there staring at the pool. And Skylar comes out. She's like, let's take a drive. And they go to the storage. In the storage, we see a dehumidifier and bug spray and a scale. This is at 34 minutes in the show. And she says, well, you know, I had to rent this because I didn't know what to do with the money. You know, it's too much. Can't even figure out uh, how to figure out how much is here because I can't weigh it. Because there's so many different denominations. So she's like, I just stack it up and make sure there's no silverfish. Uh, more money we could spend in 10 lifetimes. Can't launder it. Now with 100 car washes. And she goes, I just want, you know, things to get back to normal. And well, she just says, how much is enough? How big does this pile have to be? And then we see Walt, he's getting a little checkup, and he's got a goatee. He washes his hands, the dryer's, or the dryer's busted, or the paper towel holder's busted, the paper towel holder's busted. Then Jesse's day sleeping while smoking, knock, knock. Uh, Jesse had this crazy graphic T-shirt on, brand new. It had like a gold, like, I think it was like a character wearing a gold chain on it. It was wild. It was great. And Jesse looks terrible. And Walt's like, hey, sorry, am I disturbing you? Jesse's like, uh. He's like, I tried calling Jesse, like, I got no phones, off the grid. Well, it's like, well, I was just dropping by, so I'd say hi. He's like, okay. He goes, I really don't have anything to offer you. And Walt's like, you didn't move. And Jesse's like, yeah, I didn't have to. I heard everything was taken care of. And Jesse, Walt's like, yeah. And Jesse's like, I'm not going back into business with you, Walt. He's like, I know. And he goes, well, why are you here? What well, goes, oh, it's a funny thing. I saw one of those Bounder RVs, and I saw it of you the other day. And they're, like, talking about, oh, yeah, early 80s, man. Probably better than our heap of junk. Nicer paint job. No holes. Like, oh, that, that was the worst, but it was also the best. And Jessica, yeah, I used to pray it wouldn't uh, stop running. And they're like, oh, oh, those weird... And they talk, you know, they just run down things, the good old days, and they're like, well, why didn't we, uh, you know, why didn't we change it? We had the worst RV, and they say, oh, inertia, that's why, inertia. 
And I'm like, okay, let's get out of here. Yeah, sorry, yeah, let's go. And you just like, yeah, I got to meet with some friends. And I was like, oh, by the way, there's something outside for you. And Walt leaves the door open, and there's big bags of money behind. And Jesse sits on the floor. He's kind of, like, upset by it, you know, freaked out a little bit. Uh, and then we see Skylar doing the dishes. The door opens. Walt comes in. He says, I'm out. Skylar stares, and he says, I'm out. And she opens her mouth. And she just stays at the sink in shock. And then we have a time lapse, and we see a whole hose dripping. Uh, wind chimes, bug, baby and junior are playing in a baby car. Baby's got a pacifier. It's like a garden party, like inane conversation. They're talking about uh, coin collections and mixing up, you know, Marie's talking about her hair and coloring it. Baseball cards, oh, hobbies, the good old days, prenatal vitamins uh, for your hair. You know, Flynn's got to put a sunscreen on Holly. Hank's like, maybe I'll make a new uh, homebrew, uh, more Schrader Brown. Like, oh, let's put lemon juice. And, you know, it's just like this, you know, seemingly perfect moment. And uh, Hank goes to get him. He's like, uh, they're like, yeah, let's get you. And like Hank says, who am I to fly in the face of public demand? I thought that was an interesting comment. Marie is wearing yellow, which caused me to do two exclamation points. Marie in yellow. And then Hank goes in the bathroom. He breathes out. He sits down. He's bored. There's like Family Circle magazine, Ladies Home Journal. Neither of them interest him, but oh boy, when he sees the leaves of grass, he's like, awesome. He's like, I need some, I need my Whitman, man. And then he sees the inscription from Gail and then the opening to WW. And there's a flashback to him and uh, Walt and Hank talking. Walt was lit by blue light. I'm talking about Gail and WW and Walt says, uh, oh, it's me. And then, you know, it sinks in, and then there's Hank. It's a close-up on Hank's look as he realizes she's waltzed the one. And then the episode comes to an end.